to this happy place. Welcome. Adventure is out there. Travel is your travel agency. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And with Becca at adventureisoutthertravel.com that's B-E-K-K-A youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Adventure is out there. Travel is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created concierge-level vacations. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Kungaloosh! Viva Gaia! And yay! 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 Here he is! He's back! Yay! Finally the peacekeeper! Oh, he's back! Welcome to the, welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. This is Drunken Disney. 
Rhiannon heard her last week. But that beautiful voice coming from the best coast. He's back. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. It is me. It is me. Woo! I missed you. Did yeah, you? buddy. Missed. I, missed, I missed you guys, too, to be honest with you. It was pretty great. I mean, not great. It was yeah. sad. Yeah. Sad not to be weird. Oh, okay. But, uh, but it makes just the sweeter tonight. What did you think about that song, though? Did I not just uh, rock it or what? I'm going to pretend that I heard it and loved it. Yeah, you are. It's good. It's uh, getting me fired up to hit Pandora because, you know. Oh, although I was never mind. Instead of Pandora, dun, dun, Pandora, uh, you went with Pandora. Pandora. What was your thinking behind Pandora. I love it. So it's like it. Panda Rock. Panda rock. I like it. I like pandas who rock. When you get into the um, the like more talking, like I, I can't, I don't remember the word, but he's like, hey, it's but that part cracked me up. The like talking that he does, that you do in the in the one section, I wasn't prepared for that, and I got super. Tonight. I can barely <laughs> see the cue from the heat coming on. I reach down beside my okay. legs. All right, no, okay, um, you know belt. what, I'm gonna. Take Bet back everything in. I've said about missing you. Mora, I'm in the air now. <sighs> oh, it's so good. I'm Pandora! Yeah! Oh my god, let's move on. Pandora! Oh, it's it's the song it's, of the summer. It is a rock anthem, is what it is. Good thing it's mm-hmm. not summer yet, so let's just oh, stop it. we got to start early. This, I get started. this is the summer foreplay that I've got going on right All now. Right. Skipper to Richie, we'll just jump right into it since you've been gone. Now, today, I have to ask you, I have to tell you, I was looking and I saw a picture of that, the former Tower of Terror, and it's the thing from the background of that scene in that trailer for that superhero movie thing, but in real life. Yeah, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy breakout <sighs> is you in the new that. Thor trailer. Yeah, that uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, which is really cool. A lot of people... Uh, Synergy. Well, I, I think that it's gonna it's gonna bring it back a little bit more so that people have a better idea of what it is. Yeah. So by the time this movie comes out and the rides open, people will actually be like, Oh, this this eyesore is actually kinda cool, hopefully. And in the meantime, it makes a cool Easter egg for uh for it, which is you know, for people like us, it's definitely more of like an Easter egg, which makes it even me Not like, the I got, way like, I do it. Cool. Hey, it's from the ride. Yeah, like when right. they in tomorrow, when they did Tomorrowland, they did the exact same thing. The movie Tomorrowland. Not that anybody cared because the movie flopped, but when they did the uh, poster of Tomorrowland, they had a building that looked exactly like Space Mountain in it, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's Space Mountain in Tomorrowland!" Even though it really had no meaning whatsoever. <laughs> Just was the there. of your voice implies excitement and yet i'm so bored right now oh man that's too bad because i love tomorrowland and uh i did get excited at that poster i still get excited at that poster man and you, you were ex- excited about a lot of things so mm. i get excited, excited about that to me are you excited about this sound Ooh, Magusta. i already sorry i already opened mine i thought you'd get more excited about that sound 
So that was pretty cool. I mean, that is cool. It definitely builds excitement, at least for me, for the ride. I mean, it is what it is. Um, are you are you uh, going to you're gonna go see this Thor movie, though, Skipper Dick Ritchie? Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that you aren't caught up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, coming out. Is this uh, coming out soon? Yeah, it's coming out, uh, I think, in the summer. But it's it's really exciting, and it's hilarious. The context of it is really funny, especially when uh, he's supposed to fight against the Hulk. And uh, yes. in the preview, he's all like, I know him from work. Because, ah. you know, they're in the Avengers together. So oh, that part's pretty fun. Yeah, that part's really funny. If you, I'm not sure if you were paying attention last week, Skipper, but... Um... I wasn't here. So. Again, this discussion. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the on, on the Twitter sphere, but um, somebody was. It had been brought up the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Guardians of the Galaxy, probably, and um, somebody for fun. Remember, they had a guy, a kid that said how many retweets to get free nuggets for the rest of my life, and the guy's like 18 million. Well, he replied, "How many retweets for 100 retweets? Drunky will watch Guardians of the Galaxy." So it got 100 retweets, which was the number that he had chosen. So I did agree to that challenge. So I will be watching Guardians of the Galaxy here nice. shortly. So I did. I will live up to that um, challenge, and I'll be watching Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, maybe it, is there – so do all, all these movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, they all – like you call it the Marvel Cinematic Universe – so theoretically, they could all intertwine in some way, shape, or form. Oh, not not theoretically. They all do intertwine. But like the good thing is that if you're gonna watch Guardians, you didn't have to watch anything else. You're gonna be fine. That's right. a good place to start. Okay. If you get okay. into that, then we'll go back and start with like the Captain America and the Avengers and. Well, let's not get let's Iron not get crazy. Man. Oh, let's get let's get crazy. I'm actually looking at Iron Man, but Rhiannon, you might even be interested in this. Mm. The photo that we're talking about is is right behind Jeff Goldblum, who is in the movie, and yeah. I am a big Jeff Goldblum fan. Isn't that Jeff Goldblum? It isn't that is Jeff Goldblum? And yeah, that dude's awesome. And he looks like he is when he's all kind of weirded up into the uh, apartments.com. Uh, commercials, so I'm kind of excited about that. It looks like a, an Apartments.com commercial. <laughs> I have a friend who went on a date with him once. What? Really? What mm-hmm. era? Like, recently? Yeah, like a couple years ago, maybe. Um, How old would you be at the time, just for shits and giggles? Uh, I don't know, like maybe 40-something, but she looks younger than me, bitch. Oh. Right, but he's probably what? I mean, now they get wet anywhere, but you know. Yeah. Well, that is a nice little tidbit. Yeah. A three o'clock parade exclusive. You're you're less than six degrees of separation from Jeff Goldblum. That is sweet. That is and the awesome. thing is, just they announced some people that were going to become Disney legends, mm-hmm. and it made me wonder. And and some of them were like guys that had just become Disney, like some Marvel guys and some you know Star Wars. Does that? That mean that like did did Disney just steal Jeff Goldblum from Universal and make him a Disney legend um, right before they could become a Universal legend? Um, I like the fact that you're including Stan Lee, the person that basically invented half the comics that are out there. He as just, just came in, just some Marvel guy. He's just some guy. He's just been with Disney for like a day. He's well, he like, has been with Disney for like. A day. It's like Joe the janitor that just he just got hired on at casting, but we're gonna go ahead and make him Mara. <laughs> Making a sports reference, it's like when Joe Namath played like one season, 
sorry, Joe Montana played one season for the Kansas City Chiefs at the end of his career when he was terrible and couldn't play, and yet they retired his number. You know, like, it's the same thing. Like, Stan Lee is not a Disney guy. He just, his company happened to get bought by Disney. So it's, what I'm well, saying is now can they do it to J- Jeff Goldblum? And that was eight even, years ago, by the way. That was eight years ago even, that they bought it. Even though he's I most... I believe pro- I find myself missing Star Wars talk. Oh, we can talk <laughs> about Star Wars. This is how bored I am right now. Do you, want to, do you want to talk about Jeff Goldblum shirtless in Jurassic Park? Did that, <sighs> that was like, or? what, 20 years ago or something? I mean, come on. Did he get that Jeff Goldblum? I don't know. Well, there you go, Skipper. Well, the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower break, Mission Breakout is in cinematic world as we speak. So that, that's the breaking news, right, Skip? Um, Skipper DeGritchie, how do you feel? <laughs> I like your side note here. Would you like to bring up your side note? I like it. Uh, well, just so that people know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, the podcast notes that we usually follow have the articles that we talk about. And while I was writing these notes for the day, I was listening to music from the Haunted Mansion. And I realized Aww. and wrote as a side note, I could listen to the foyer music from the Haunted Mansion forever. Yes. Forever. Side note. Yes. Now, you... I love. I'm back Ooh. in the game now. Back in the game. You mean like right when you walk in? Yeah. That for. Yeah, See, what the yeah. music I love is the exit music when it's just the guys going like, if you would like to join Ooh, the jam. Yeah. Like, and it's just the, like one or two acapella guys. I, I love all. Yeah. I really love the whole thing. But since that was on when I was yeah. typing this, that's, that's specifically what I shot for. If you would like to join our jam. Yeah, I love, I love it. It's so... Perfectly spooky, but not. I just love it when you walk out. So I would go with the exit music if I had to forever. But the foyer is good too, obviously. Um, so good, 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 uh, good note there, Skip. Any other anything else? If you had to, let, let's say that one didn't exist. If you had to pick one other soundtrack, what would you want to listen to forever? Theme Can't park, be man. Theme park soundtrack. Theme park, or Disney, <laughs> Disney, like physical locations. Yes. Can I do like Animal Kingdom Lodge background loop? Yes, that's kind of a lot. That's where I was kind of going with that. Animal Kingdom Lodge yeah. would be good. I was going to say the Wilderness Lodge background loop, but that's all. Most of that music is from uh, Last of the Mohicans, so that's not even a Disney movie. But damn it, I really love that music. Um. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go with Animal Kingdom Park, but like in the Oasis, that Oasis music that they actually did release. Like, I love that. Like, if I'm driving to Animal Kingdom for the day, I just want to play that the entire trip down. It makes me happy. Um, Reminds me, though, Skip, when you talk about a Wilderness Lodge, what I don't like is starting in about November, they start playing Christmas music, right? Which is nice. You know, Wilderness Lodge style Christmas music. But then the second it's like January, you know, it's like January 1st. And they're still playing it. It's I, I, get it out of here. I hate it. Get it out. I want the regular Wilderness Lodge. You know, I actually read somewhere that they feel the same way about you. Rude. We thought this guy <laughs> was just going to come on vacation, but he's here every other just, day. Yeah. Get him get out of here. I hate get him. 
they build geyser point it's just like it, it just it's like a fly trap it brings you in it's like that place is so good i love that place so good so good and they have food i mean it just it is great and somebody else a couple of people had breakfast there and they said it was good christy and, and that crew had breakfast they said the break the quick service breakfast is actually phenomenal oh nice but you gotta wake up skip i wake up you did this last trip i always wake up i'm just not in a rush to get to the parks so i wake up i have breakfast we have drinks tell you what else you're not in a hurry to do skipper dick richie and that's Plan ahead different little tricks to try to save money on your trips to Disney World and Disneyland, right? I don't do that. I don't do that very often. I'm not good at so, that. This in this is Insider.com has an article here how to save money on your next trip to Disneyland. It it, so, it works either way. It doesn't have to be Disneyland. Just just throwing that out there. So do you? Let's see if you, let's just see what your thoughts are. I'm gonna start with you just because this is you know these are not typically your types of things. How do you feel about this? Bring your own food. You could save an average of $30 per person per day by doing so. Nope. Not <laughs> really suck. Not I remember doing yeah. It's the worst when you're the kid. Like you go to Cedar Point or Disney and your parents like, Are you... <laughs> all right, time to go out to the picnic area and whip out the cooler. Everybody else is eating food in the parks. You see them. Well, at least, at least those like go to the picnic area. I feel really bad for the kids that are, like, sitting next to people at Pecos Bill. And people are, like, you know, <laughs> having these burgers and nachos. And then you see this poor kid with, like, a bologna sandwich. Yeah. You know. Did you see it? Generic <laughs> brand potato chips. Juice box. the ass. Whip it out in, like, on the train. And they're like, let's have our lunch here. Yeah. I feel like you probably whip it out on the train all the time. And oh, that's, that's a, a big time. problem. That's a car. good oh, time. Oh, I have my own car. Number two, Skipper Dick Ritchie, travel during the off-season or buy tickets through a discounter could lower trip expenses. Off-season, I'm totally in for. I've never gone to a ticket. Like, I always feel like those uh, ticket discounters are the, um, what do you call those guys? The timeshare people. And, mm. you know, I did I did the Disney Vacation Club tour this last time that was an hour. And even that, I was like... This is not worth my time. All so, it was was one hour. Huh? One we were we were we were I'm pretty sure. good. What'd you what'd you get though? Card right? Oh, we got the uh, we got a gift card for hundred dollars, and we got um, fast passes. Yeah, you. I I did the same thing on my trip last September. I thought that was worth an hour of my time. Hundred bucks. <sighs> Fast passes? Uh, I don't know, man. I think, like, if you think about how much time you have to work to get that hour of vacation, and then you're throwing that mm. all that work that you I mean, got I, to earn that hour. I guess, like, it's it's different because I'm not local, the regional. Either but, way. yeah, I can see if it's a once-in-a-lifetime. No, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't once-in-a-lifetime, but it was definitely, oh. you know. Well, that, my biggest answer question about that, Skip, is, like, scale of 1 to 10, how much... How awkward would you feel walking out of there not buying? Like, how much pressure do they put on you? They don't put a lot of pressure no. on to buy at the time. But they were definitely like, well, if you're not going to buy, would you mind if we called you or gave you this packet and blah, blah, blah? Really? I didn't have that at all. When we were like, yeah, I don't think we're going to do it. He's like, bye. 
I don't know. Well, I think, what I think did you uh, get? maybe it's a hundred dollars. You didn't get cash, right? Well, we got a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, well, that's me, what me too. Mean. You did? Oh, I didn't realize you did. So it's same. I guess it depends on the place. Hmm. Interesting. It probably just depends on the person, also. Like the yeah. girl that the girl that we toured with was, she was pretty cool, but she you could tell she was ready to go. Like we kept on talking about when they were going to offer. Will have you lunch. bought ready, ready to leave? She like for the end of the day. No, no, no. Like she was ready to sell. Cause, gotcha. Um. Uh, it was actually Aaron, our friend from Los Angeles, that was looking at buying. And uh, so he let her know right up front that he was thinking of buying, but he was very specific about wanting to buy at the Wilderness Lodge. And uh, she was just like, yeah, yeah, the, the Wilderness Lodge is great, but let me show you what we have available now. And then he was like, okay, cool, but this is really what I want. And she kept on going back to like, well, you, if you buy it today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were like, if you buy it today, you can do this. And he was just like, okay, cool. I'm, I, I really want the lodge when it's available. And she's like, okay, so I can call you when that's available. But, <laughs> but, but if you just, yeah. So they, it wasn't, it wasn't high pressure, but it was definitely something like, you know, you know, you're there for a. Uh, it was timeshare tour. Yeah, for a timeshare mm-hmm. tour. Um, the other one was buy from the discounter ticket things. And I, I agree. And even I've, I've kind of watched people on Twitter and stuff talk about it and they'll give a link to uh, one of my remember is like undercover tourist. It's like one of the official ones that actually does discounted tickets. And they're like, you can save like 3% on your tickets. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> right. it really is really low. Yeah. Ooh, I was, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> I guess, you know, if you're saving $10 and you're traveling with a family of a hundred, uh, yeah. why not i mean why not do it if you can but they do make it a hell of a lot more convenient probably just to like click the box on my magic experience uh and to add your tickets well um, and yeah for sure because a lot of times if you're buying from these discount ticket people you're either picking up your tickets in florida or you're waiting for them to ship them to you which means that you have that much more time that you have to wait before you can input your number so that you can actually go ahead and use FastPass plus right Speaking of that, mm-hmm. book in advance is one of them. Book, try to book two to three months if possible. That seems reasonable. That's totally reasonable, I think. At least, yeah. I mean, any, I think most vacations you want to book, you know, you, it kind of sucks to – I mean, it's fun to, like, pick up and go, but you do miss out on some opportunities when you don't book ahead of time. Like, when we went to Washington, D.C., we couldn't do a couple of the tours you wanted to do because we booked so late. So yeah, I usually, I usually book um, the St. Patrick's Day trip before Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's just no. after Smart. just after Halloween, just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting in there a few months early. Travel during the off-season, also reasonable for some people. But yeah. is there getting – I mean, now it's not even – I don't even consider it off-season. It's just a few like, peak times to avoid, and then everything else is all kind of the same. Like, like President's Day weekend, Easter weekend, like stuff like that is just insane. Stay away. And outside of that, that's all just in the same. To me, it all just seems kind of in the same category. I Maybe would, not every week, which I don't ever go. I would say for me, it's what you said, but there's also another end of the spectrum outlier, which is like the two weeks a year that it's really good to go. But yes, otherwise, everything else is the same. Ooh, Skipper Dick Ritchie 
I don't know about this up top tip. We we've gone over this before, up but stay tip. off. Just the tip: stay off property wow. for your home. I don't I don't agree at. Well, maybe at Disneyland at some of the locations, but definitely not at Disney World. Stay on property. Well, because this is here. You know, even here it says several of them offer free parking and breakfast, which can add up to savings of sixty dollars per day. And it's just like, mm. it's true, but that sixty dollars is money. But it's like, if you're going to Disneyland, you're already blowing the load. And that- Please don't say that again. Yeah. Places to cut back? I don't know if that's the place. Yeah. Well, well I, I mean, like- I'm go- no, go ahead. I was just saying for Disney World. Um, I think you're making a few assumptions, one of which being that you're actually going to use whatever free transportation that hotel has, which they usually suck. Oh, the worst. And, yeah. I, I actually have never once used an off-site hotel's transportation to the parks, but yeah. I hear they're terrible, like just waiting and waiting because they're not every 10 minutes, like every hour or something. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to be driving to the parks and parking, you're not saving money because you're paying for the parking. And then... You know, a lot of them charge you for Wi-Fi and then the fucking resort fees. And, like, you know, at the end of the day, ooh, I got a free breakfast. Yep. Even, like, the Four Seasons at Disney, if you take the bus to their bus to Magic Kingdom, it drops you off at the Ticket and Transportation Center. Fuck Not at the Magic Kingdom. So, it's like... (laughs) And that's the four. That's the Four Seasons. (laughs) Imagine the days in on one night... And it, it's like three times a day, and they drop you off at, no matter which park you're going to, they drop you off at the Ticket and Transportation Center. Uh, that's that I think if, if you were a real penny pincher and were willing to do the math, I think it would be better worth it to you to figure out, okay, are we staying at an off-property resort where the Uber would be cheaper than the parking fee for the park? Yeah. So then, yeah. Stay on the tip. Don't drive to Disneyland. Use Uber or Lyft. Um, and don't, because it says it could cost you, th- save $35 in parking alone. So there you go. Don't drive to Disneyland. I don't, know how, they, one. I don't know how they figured out $35 a day in parking. Unless they're talking about, like, valet. They may have gone for, like, the most expensive way to park. Because it's yeah. not $35 to park at Disney. But, yeah. um. Find a closer airport than LAX. Well, and that's the thing. So, when they talk about staying at a good neighbor hotel or someplace off property, if you're staying at any of the ones that are worth staying at, then you're within walking distance to Disneyland anyway, so you don't really need a car. Um, right. So, it, and, you know, and if you're staying, and if it's Disney World, for me, the only, like, if you're not staying on property, the only thing I would probably even suggest is, like, uh, Disney Springs Resorts or one of those that are really, really close like that. And those get a certain kind of, you know, they pretty much get Disney transportation. But yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think you need to rent a car. Um, either way. The okay, one, this I think this one might be my least favorite. Buy your merchandise before you arrive. Yeah. Oh, that's just depressing. Well, right. here's there's things that are borderline merchandise. Oh. I would say maybe is like a. I was thinking like, oh, did I go robot? Oh, you went robot. Am I still there? It's total robot. Well, the one thing. Now. What if it was different? The one thing that I would think that, consider this like uh, ponchos or like um, those spray fans, things like that. But that the, I don't think it was. Man. 
so okay that that's different I, I think of those as more of supplies versus merchandise when i think merchandise i think of like souvenirs and so to me my take on that is if you are legit buying your t-shirt that you want to wear to the parks because it's disney and you bought it before you got there i find that depressing my <laughs> only exception to this rule is for little kids who don't know any better and they want to walk around dressed up as a princess then yeah fine like go on Amazon or wherever and get them like, you know, their favorite princess costumes. They can feel like they're part of the show or what, I don't know what kids do. Um, Cause they're not going to know any difference, but for adults, like, I don't know. I think that's kind of depressing to be like, well, I, I showed up in my own Mickey shirt. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the ones like you'll see it and it'll show like a bunch of Disney characters. And at the bottom, the, the difference is it just says, Disney Dreams. It doesn't say like Walt Disney World or Disneyland. It's just a Disney because they can, they're allowed to use Disney. They just can't say Disney World or Disneyland. So you, you can definitely point it out. Yeah. So you're right. I, 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 I exactly supplies. I'm okay with and very and, and actually will do. But I agree. Yeah. Souvenirs. Who wants some? Crappy? Or do you have like Mickey and just says Florida. Oh yeah, those are the best. <laughs> I, well, and that's the thing. I mean, the first line says, "If your kids want hats, shirts, or toys, buy them at Walmart." And I'm just like, "Fuck you, man." That's that's the. But worst. if your kids like a three year old, they're not gonna fucking know the difference. I mean, you know not? what they know of the difference though? When they're walking down Main Street and they see Mickey in the window, and they're like, "I want that plush." And then mom right. pulls it's like out. you have the thing in the backpack, and you're no. like going in the store, like, uh, and then they like, "Oh, what's that over there?" And they, Pull the thing on the back. They're going to know the difference. I promise you. That kid's going to be like, I don't want this felt-looking... It is. I've I've always said this, though. Um, When people always say, like, when they want to live in Florida, they're like, oh, I love living so close to the parks. Like, I... My general rule is, if you go to your your closest Target and they have a souvenir section, you live too close. Because they do... (laughs) Target and, and Publix will have, like, a section of, like, souvenirs. And I'm yeah. like, yep, this is too close. Got to move to the next neighborhood. And then once you finally go to, like, CVS and they don't have a tourist section, oh, this can be home. This is home. All right, we can do that. Because <laughs> they do. It's funny, like, Publix and, um, and, and uh, Target will have, like, legit souvenir sections. So... Alrighty. Alrighty. We have not heard from in like a really long time. Uh, I think I almost hear it in the background. I I think I hear it too. Let's find out what the heck is going on in the Great White North from the only podcast that has live reports from the Disney Store Canada. Let's hear it. Can you see if a char is available? I will. Hold on. Let me see if char is available. Hello, Char. Are you out there? Hello, Char. Hey, Skipper Dick. Yeah, I'm here. And finally, too, like after a month of waiting in the mall, it's finally happening. What? 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 what what's happening? Oh, you know, the grand re, 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 reopening of the Disney Store Canada. Wow, that's a lot of re's. Yeah, well, Philippe has only been manager for six years, so, you know, he hasn't really had enough time to add any more grand reopenings. So, this has happened before? Yeah, it's happened twice. That's just since you and I started talking. That guy somehow figures out a way to get the Disney store to shut down at least twice a year. His first year, the entire mall had to close. What? What happened? Well... I had to sign an NDA. NDA? Yeah, non-disclosure agreement. It was part of the settlement. Settlement? 
Oh shit, you know what, Skipper? I think I've already said too much. Uh, did I mention the store was open? Hey, 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 I want to hear more about the settlement. And I would really love to tell you all about how the mall got infested with... Okay, I think I've said too much, Skipper, and I'm seriously, I really can't. Ooh. Okay, then tell me what the big changes are at the store. The only really big change I can see, I mean, aside from the new carpet and fresh paint, is Philippe's attempt to recreate Walt's map of Walt Disney World in Epcot. Oh, now that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you'd think so. Except for he made it with a toy monorail, so it looks more like the Christmas scene at the end of Carousel of Progress. Is Philippe wearing virtual reality goggles and showing his mom how to play? VR? Yes. And he just keeps walking into stuff and people. He's already knocked over, like, three. People. Oh man, here he goes again. Philippe, follow my voice. Yeah, this way, you dummy. <laughs> Sounds like the Disney Star Canada is having a smooth, grand reopening. Yeah, I have to go. He's about to walk into Plush Mountain. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hey, Philippe, a little to your right. Nope, a few steps more, come on. Yeah, there you go. That should do it. <laughs> yes, this is like bowling for plush. <sighs> okay, Skipper Dick Rich, I think I'm going to have to talk to you guys later. I'm going to see if I can get him to walk into the Frozen display next. Anyway, this is Char live from the grand re-re-re-re-opening of the Disney Store Canada. Man, Char was, uh, she was giving it to Philippe there. He knocked over Plush Mountain and broke something there at the end. Let it go, yeah. Uh, I'm so happy for the people of Canada, though. They get their Disney store back. I remember when I used to live um, in like Michigan and Virginia, I would actually get a lot of, a lot of, uh, okay, not a lot, a moderate amount of happiness by swinging into the Disney store. <laughs> it also made, made me a little jealous of wanting to go back down, but I did kind of like sticking in there. Just Stick admit in. that it was a lot. Yeah, I used to, when I lived in Texas, I used to go to the Disney store all the time just to get a little fix. I go to the Disney store here, and I get a fix. See, for me, it didn't work. When when I first started going to the Disney store, when I was when it, they would have sometimes like vacation planning videos and a few different a few things from like that reminded me of the parks. By the time now you go in there, there's nothing park related, nothing, and, it, and so it, it became a disappointment. But I guess that's kind of like the disappointment, right? Like for me, there's more to Disney than just the park. So just being there, I'm just like ah. Surrounded by Disney. Uh, so I get, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, speaking of getting what you're saying, Skipper to Gritchie, let's just pop right in and just stick it in with a little Ask Sour Boner. Ooh, I like sticking yeah. it in. Ask Sour Boner. How did I get here? Ask Sour Boner. It's Sour I feel like Boner I made some four life time. choices. Sour Boner for you! And you, and you, and you. Uh, let's see. Let's jump right in with Mr. Monkey. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about this. If you had to choose, we get one or the other. A land at Disney based on Lost or Westworld? Lost. Um, can I say Lost and then that means that Universal will do Westworld? Sure. Okay, cool. I think I'm going to go with Lost 2, only because, can we just have a Westworld day in Frontierland? <laughs> like I a just, upcharge party? I feel like, so I'm going to try and empathize, try my best to put my mind 
in the heads of those people out there who think that putting alcohol in the Magic Kingdom will ruin it. I'm going to try my best to empathize by saying that I think putting, like, killing people and raping people in the Magic Kingdom might ruin it. So, as much as I love Westworld, I don't really want it at Disney. Hmm. No murder. I would go to Universal and see it. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's Universal. (laughs) Right. They don't care. Put it on the other side of the tracks, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, His other question, leading right on it, do you think uh, Disney will ever get into the escape room business? Rooms based on Lost, Indiana Jones, etc. I hope not. Rumor has it that Universal might be getting one in their City Walk section. Think Disney would do an escape room? It sounds possible. So they would do it right at the tail end of its popularity, and then it would take forever to get built, and by the time it opened, they'd be like, oh... Really? We're still doing that? This is popular right. again? Shit. Some, some Disney exec's going to go do... They're, they're going to do a team builder at a at one in about three years. And yeah, it'll be like, this is great. We should put one at Disney. Seven years later of development. You're right. So in about ten years, they'll, they'll open one. And I won't Sounds like it about. then either. Sounds about right. Sounds Man, about right. Sounds so good and sexy when that happens. Skip it, mm-hmm. Richie. Outer Rim Jim has one. I'm going to put it right to you. Because I want to hear your thoughts on this. It's very important. Skipper Dick Ritchie. So we're going to start with you. What's worse on the Jungle Cruise? People who are bumps on a log and don't laugh. Or people who finish every joke. Oh, the people who finish every joke. They're the worst. Agreed. Yeah. Like, we all know the spiel. You don't have to give it yourself. Do you think it's people that want to be like, see, see, I've been here a lot. I've been here a lot. I, I know that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think usually they're trying to impress their friend who's it's their first time. Yeah. So they're like, look at me. I know all the words to this song. And you're like, shut your face. Shut, shut it. Shut face right now. Yep. Um, Pretty much. I figured you were going to okay. uh, Let's see. Skip it to Richie. And Rhiannon, let's see, I'm interested if Rhiannon's interested in this at all. Mm. But a huge hype, huge hype, broke, broke Disney Springs. An adult dress shop, well, that, that's how it, like, for grownups, not like adult theme. <laughs> right, right. right. A dress shop at Disney Springs for grown-up sizes. Um, huge, broke the internet, broke eBay, because they were, like, a bunch of the styles sold out immediately. Um... Are you excited? Did this interest you, Rhiannon, these uh, Disney dresses? I know, like, um, friends of the show, like Christy, she went down and she bought uh, several. And uh, some other friends of the show went and got this. Did something that interest you? Absolutely, yes. Um, sorry, I have a plane going over right now. Um, it's yeah, Colin! I- Colin! Hey, buddy! <laughs> um, oh, I am very excited about it. Uh, I admittedly don't know a ton i've seen a few pictures online and i I like everything i've seen i'm not really sure what the price point is or like Like 85 bucks roughly 85 bucks ish i don't know i so just to be a wet blanket because i can um so my only thing is like why is this groundbreaking i mean i i 
my only girl who like only ever wears dresses and so that's all I buy and it's like really now finally 2017 we get Disney dresses like really but but yes I, I am excited I definitely want to check them out I will probably end up buying one or two um yeah so so yes I'm excited well what somebody was saying is this is finally Disney straight up saying oh we should probably jump on board this Disney bounding right um that's been around. And they also are getting more involved in the, what do you call it, Dapper Day is coming up. Like, they're finally, yeah. like you said, seven years later, they're, they're finally jumping on board. Oh, this no, is I just think it was interesting. I don't know if it was your phrasing or if you're reading something that you were like, adult dresses. And I was like, well, really? Adult dresses is a thing? Like, I will tell you really? I, an article from PJmedia.com that says, yes. Disney opens dress shop for adult fans. So yeah, that's where it came so from. that that to me is like, come on, like really, that should have been a no brainer years ago. But but I'm I'm grateful that it's there, and I will definitely check it out, and I'm excited. So yeah, nice, uh, wonderful, very popular, and I'm glad it's there because I know it was much wanted by several of friends and friends of the show. Um, let's see, what's oh Skipper Dick Ritchie? Speaking of the Jungle oh. Cruise. Did you see Dwayne The Rock Johnson surprised a group of Jungle Cruise guests at Disney World last week? Yeah, showed up on the ride and everything. That was pretty cool. Showed up and took a spin around the thing. Because why Why did he do that, Skip? Because they are going to make a Jungle Cruise movie. Woo-hoo! Woo! I hope so. We hope woohoo. Do we know yet? Like, is this some kind of stupid action movie from now or is it like cool from the era that the jungle cruise is set in right that's that's what i'm concerned with i don't want it to be like fast and the furious <laughs> on the water Anna, Anna. <laughs> yeah like i want the i want it to be a you know period piece where it's like so you want it to be a pirates of the caribbean you don't want it to be a haunted mansion right right right, right. yeah right Agreed. Precisely. Yeah, and, you know, I want people to walk around in old-timey voices. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, I'm The Rock. I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson. How are you, sir? It's time to smell what The Rock is cooking. Okay, you know, I actually <laughs> could do without that part. It'd <laughs> be awesome. If you could... I'm trying to think back scratcher in there. If you could scratch... No. What the... <laughs> Stop. What The Rock is drinking. Uh, that is pretty cool, though. Um, The Rock, man, all of a sudden The Rock goes from, again, Disney trying to steal the Universal guy, make him a Disney legend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to take it back a little bit further because The Rock started on that silly Disney movie where he was like a fairy godmother or something weird like that. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Right? Like he was a football player that was also like a fairy. It was very weird. I cool to have him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Walt, out with him. World Wrestling Entertainment Hall of Famer, and maybe in the bedroom legend. Oh, did you say in the bedroom? What? She said that she wants to hook up with him in the bedroom. I I just said I wanted to hang out with him. Are you? Th- th- there's a picture of him on the Jungle Cruise boat, and there is a female skipper, probably uh, she looks about 25 years old, definitely feeling the rock. You can tell. 
But her hands are firmly on the wheel. Hand check. She is not. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> firmly on the wheel. And his hand, we cannot tell. I don't know. I don't know. No hand check on him, though. We're not sure. Jeez, what was the name of that freaking movie? It was terrible. <laughs> I can't even remember anymore. But he was also in, uh, well, I guess Moana. that was after. Yeah, he was in Moana, and before that, he was in Race to Our Escape from Witch Mountain. I believe so, the Tooth Fairy, Skipper to Gritchie. Was it, was it the Tooth Fairy? Was that what he was in? That sounds vaguely familiar. <clears throat> The movie poster is him with his big wings, with his arms crossed. It says, you can't handle the tooth. There you oh, go. Oh, God. That's yes. The, that's the, that's the, you can't. <sighs> but that may or may not be a reference to A Few Good Men. Oh. You really? think Maybe. so? You think so, huh? I thought it was original. Possible. Hmm. Possible. See, they would take like a very serious movie, like A Few Good Men, and then get lighthearted with a. Mm, mm. I'm glad I have you here to explain things to me. That was uh, seven years ago. Came out in 2010, and it wasn't football. He was a hockey player. Oh, of course. Um, let's see. Lots going on this weekend, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Ellen, three o'clock parade, beat reporter Ellen. Is heading to Star Wars Celebration. Did you hear that, Skipper Gucci? That is exciting. She is excited. She yeah. is fired up, as she should be. People are lined up tonight for tomorrow's opening ceremonies. Well, they're yeah, because they're all hoping that the, the new preview or the trailer will come out tomorrow. So Luke Skywalker was at Florida Hospital today. Oh, really? Luke Skywalker. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go. Um, so we, we could be getting live reports throughout the week from Ellen live from Star Wars Celebration. So follow Twitter, of course, and uh, maybe we'll get some maybe we'll get some reports next week. Who knows? Um, back to the ass seller boner. Little PB and J need some advice, guys. Mm-hmm. For the same money, which is better for the fourth of I guess Fourth of July, yacht club or wilderness lodge with two strollers? He throws that in there. Yacht Club or Wilderness Lodge? Well, I mean, for strollers, you can walk to Epcot in Hollywood Studios, but are you bringing your small children to Epcot? Because, I mean, I would, but yeah. you know, people are like, ew, it's not a place for kids. So, like, I don't know. I think Lil PB&J has shown that he likes to uh, – Strike a good balance between uh, kid-related things and adult-related things. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think uh, let's go. I agree with you. I think um, if you if you are one of those parents that's like we're going to spend ninety percent of our time at the Magic Kingdom, obviously Wilderness Lodge. If you're going to spread it out, I think Rhiannon is right. Yacht Club or the win. Storm along Bay, and I don't think well by by July the Wilderness Lodge. Second pool should be open, right? Didn't they say it's coming up pretty soon, Skip? Yeah, I, I, I Wilderness Lodge is my favorite, but I would say <gasps> for them specifically with the kids and Hanging all the different parks. Well, no, because you have to think about transportation, and they can take a boat to two of the parks. No, you just said Wilderness Lodge is not your favorite. No, it is my favorite, but I'm saying that for these guys, I think the. Uh, 
the Yacht and Beach Club might be better just because of the transportation situation to get to all the different parks. All right. I mean, that's what I was saying as well. I just I had not used the words that Wilderness Lodge is not my favorite because that if is I said it wasn't Sacramento. my favorite, I didn't mean to say that. But okay, that's not the important, okay. part. The important part. Okay. Important part for them is the uh, fine the transportation for them because no, Wilderness Lodge is definitely my favorite. Well, okay. it it was your favorite, and how great did you get a chance to walk around? The other side of Geyser Point, where it's like the beginnings of the little village of the DVC, there it is looking so cool. The little village they built there. Did I you did walk not. around the other side? I yeah, it's the really cool. That was it. Yeah, on the other, just around the back of it, it just is really cool. What they've done to Wilderness Lodge is fantastic. So I hope the same level of improvements comes to the uh, Yacht Club, and then they'll even get better. Um, so there you go, little PB&J. I think uh, either one, you're going to win, is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, ooh, good question. Yes or no to everyone? Barack Ohana, the pineapple ponis, wants to know, this may be a silly question, but our national fruit is the pineapple, right? Yes or no? Totes. Totes my goats. Well, here's the thing. He, he also wants us to say three nice things about Definite Disney three embarrassing things about Drunk at Disney, and three creepy things about Drunk at Sam's. The, uh, we'll start with Rhiannon. Let's say something nice about Rhiannon. Rhiannon is a great writer. Thank you. She has a wonderful smile. Mm, not sure that's true, but thank you. Oh, it's you. totally true. And her sigh is above all others there it is three embarrassing things about me <laughs> there's nothing embarrassing nothing there's, that's not possible it's not um bad. your face your personality your penchant for personal coolers especially when they get spilled in public robot the chagrin robot, of you. Robot, robot 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 what do i feel like i actually wasn't doing robot voice but you just uh, wanted to say that Three creepy things about Drunk at Sam's. He did drag uh, Rhiannon into the woods at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, that wasn't creepy. That I'm just going to go everybody. with his Skype avatar. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> Skype uh, avatar button? It's the valley button. That thing's great. What are you talking about? <laughs> and <laughs> those are two definitely, definitely creepy things about Skipper Dick Ritchie. And let's see. I don't know. I can only come up with two right now. He's not really that creepy. Um, see, I think because some would his his uh, propensity for sexual innuendo, but I find that a dear endearing. Yeah, it's not like I'm. That's what Bill O'Reilly said. But... Whoa, 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 whoa! Take it easy. That's not cool. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Take it easy. Take it easy, buddy. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. So that's it. There's actually only there's only two creepy things about Scooby Gritchie. Yeah, I think Drippy is creepy. <gasps> Drippy, you think Drippy's creepy, really? What is this now? Can you guys explain this to me? Is this a real thing? You might know this. Bay Lake Spence, friend of the show. Are you craving limited edition Mulan <laughs> shotgun McDonald's dipping sauce? You totally cut out. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> limited edition Mulan. Szechuan McNugget dipping sauce. Is that a real thing? Uh, it was forever ago. When Mulan I don't was know first what released. 
you're talking really? about. That's awesome. He wants to know if we're craving it. So no, actually. Do you watch? Uh, do you watch Rick and Morty? Who is that? And who? Uh, I guess not. That must be. It's a it's a cartoon on uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, mm. and uh, in this in one of the recent shows, one of the guys freaks out about this Mulan nugget sauce, and it became like this internet phenomenon now that everybody's talking about. But uh, but yeah, when yeah, I guess I missed that when Mulan was first released, you had the option to go to McDonald's and get. Uh, a special order of chicken nuggets. They even served them with special Mulan sauce and chopsticks. <laughs> it's true. I love it. Oh my god. Um, Mulan chopsticks. I love it. Mention that they do anything for the uh, the new one. Be good. Um, Mr. Doom, uh, Parks by Doom. It used to be now he's Reptiles by Doom, as he is now becoming like a legitimate reptile handler. Uh, Mr. Doom. He wants to know, and this is a very good question, will Mr. Monkey ever get invited to anything ever again? That's our mom. I, will I say, feel like I invite him to a lot of things. I want to say he was, I saw him the last time I was there. He was invited just three weeks ago or however long that was. I mean, like, not to your table. But... Oh, shut your face. <laughs> he was great to have around. He was pleasant. He was uh, delightful, almost. Uh, he took lots of pictures with Rhiannon. He put his lips on Rhiannon. He oh, held Rhiannon's hands for a long time. In fact, he held Rhiannon for the majority of the night. That is true. I, I feel like you're talking only about a specific organ of mine and not... I was talking about the wine. Oh, that. Okay, so another... Well, that's like what we turn blood into wine. I don't know. What? Uh, and, and here's the thing. He always says, I never invited anything. But I do at least... At least one, some sort of meetup. We did like the, the monorail bar crawl. We do something about every several times a year that is open. It's open to anybody. That is, how's it? Does that not count as an invitation? I don't think that counts because he's your friend. He should get invited to things that aren't just like open to strangers. Oh, is that how that's that's the distinction? Yeah. Okay. It's checking. So the answer will probably be yes, actually, Mr. Monkey. Uh, we had it here. Mr. Monkey and I actually, on the way back uh, to the cabin, Skipper Dick Ritchie, I went to the car. You know, we actually, he and I had a nice little walk. He and I through the woods. Just did you hold I. hands? We did not hold hands. Um, he did, he was lookout when I dipped off into the bushes to have to um, find some lost golf balls back there for a few seconds. Grass. Uh, we had, so he, he, he was my lookout, though. So it was nice. Um, so we had a nice little talk, nice little chat, me and Mr. Monkey. So it's good. Um, let's see. Epcot Bar Crawl would like to know. Um, let's see. Victoria Falls roadie for the trip to Epcot, extra magic hour. Drunk at Sam's calls them travelers. Or is it uh, roadie? Is, so are a to-go beer, should it be called a roadie, a to-go, or a traveler? I think you can call it whatever you want. I like to call them travelers. Well, I, my dad—that's just my dad always called them rotors. Not necessarily just beers, but like drinks, like for the road. We always yeah. just have a rotor, but you guys you call it traveler. We call it traveler. Well, in New Orleans, well, I think there's a difference between if you're ordering a beer to go versus a cocktail to go because in New Orleans, 
it's just called a go cup, not a to go cup, a go cup. And so if you're at a restaurant and you don't finish your drink, you just like you asked for a doggy bag for your food that you didn't finish, you ask, can I have a go cup for your drink? So God bless cities open with where it's like, okay to have open containers. So I've been, you know, raised to say go cup. However, yeah, I think if you're ordering a drink to go, yeah, I mean, I don't know, traveler, I think I, I would, I guess, defer to that. So new um, drink is a traveler. Leftover drink, portion of a drink, is a go cup. The real question I have for Epcot Bar Crawl, though, is if he got Victoria's Falls Roadie to Epcot, Extra Magic Hour, how far did he make it from Victoria Falls? That's probably like a 30-minute voyage, at least, because uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge all the way to Epcot. So I'm just curious, how far did the drink make it? So Epcot Bar Crawl, if you wouldn't mind letting us know. Just, just out of curiosity for ref- reference purposes. Um, uh, but I agree. It may be, he, he says it might be a regional thing, and I agree it might be regional. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mr. Monkey's back, and Fun Spot has a beer special where you buy a mug, and it's two ninety nine refills for the rest of the year. And he wants to know how long till Universal does this. Because I will say Disney would never do that. As, mu- as much as I would love them to do some kind of beer program, I, can you ever see Disney doing it? Well, I'd have to know. Fun spot. I mean, I'm assuming domestic only. I would think the 299 would probably be there. Whatever's on draft. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Or so, I, heavy, maybe yeah. like Heineken, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see Disney maybe doing it, but they would probably limit it to domestic. And that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could walk up to a popcorn cart that only has Bud Light and be like, fill her up. Fill her up, Miller. You wouldn't be going to the Canada cart and be like, Findemon, please. They'd be like, oh, no, fuck you. I took a picture of Findemon for Rhiannon on the weekend. It was a nice little shout out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skip Rick Richie, maybe you remember when they had the yard, the half yards at Rosen Crown. Remember they used to have the plastic half yards? Yeah, there was somebody actually walking around with one uh, when you were there. Yeah, I never. We never got around to talking about it. But did they have a refill on that? I'm trying to remember if they did. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Because that would be the closest thing, and I don't think Pleasure Island ever had any kind of refillable thing. Which that'd be the place that would have happened. Um, been- no, they actually did. I want to say at Mannequins, they had like a buy a cup. Like, you paid extra for a cup or something like that. And uh, and then you could get, like, that drink. Oh, man, I can't I was usually so wasted. I don't yeah. remember. This is like, when is Disney going to actually get their own brewery and then have a mug club? Oh, God, it would be awesome. I think it could happen. As we continue to go down the road, we talked about last week, of higher-end experiences... I, I used to think it would never happen that something that good with like a mug club and that, but it's going to be expensive as hell when they do it. Be um, awesome as hell. I agree. To answer Mr. Monkey's question, though, I do have a I do have a thought on that about Universal. I do feel if in the future, right now Universal's kind of firing all cylinders, they're doing great, and so is Disney. They're both doing great at this point. When the inevitable bubble bursts on all these high-end experiences, if they're kind of hurting for things, 
That's what I I could definitely see Universal do it before Disney though. When they're when the bubble bursts. So how long when there's a big burst in the theme park resort vacation bubble? Let's see. Um All right. We talked about it last week. I don't know if you if you listen back, Skipper, but we talked about the challenge uh that Christina from the Disney Rum Runners. The, yes. The three, are you familiar with the challenge? I think everyone listening is where she's going to try to run from the tomorrow to ticket and transportation center to the Polynesian and actually go from the same monorail car to the same monorail car. Right. So here's some questions she has about this based on our discussions last week. What do you think about number one? Is the monorail platform too high to jump from the TTC? Yes. Yes. And I don't think there's actually a spot. The only way to do it, oh, off the edge. And I think they added like emergency mm-hmm. stairs now. I think. Yeah, no. Some I, of them they did. I think she can do it. I'd like to go. She can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to do all that stuff, Christina. I think but I, listen I, to this I, one. I like this. Would an air horn effectively clear the crowds? Huh. There's yes. Yes, but right. it might also draw Disney security to you. I just, I, I, first and foremost, I care about Christina, and I am worried not only for her safety, but her arrest record. And so I admire her gumption, and I I admire, I I think that if this was a flat track, she could do it no problem. I just, I don't want to see her get hurt or in trouble. That's my only concern. I'm looking out for you, Christina. I'm not trying to be a naysayer or anything. I just don't want you to get in trouble. Agreed. Agreed. Um, next one is, we talked about a running outfit. Does the running outfit mean she has to wear sweatband and leg warmers? And how about neon so she's easily spotted? The answer to that one, I say, is yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And finally, and this is actually something we should do, um, any 3 o'clock parade listeners or rum runners want to volunteer to help inform crowds what's going on, I do agree. I think we'll have at least... We'll have a handful of people at the very least, and we will we will, we may get may get on the monorail before hers to get into position, maybe near the bottom of the ramp, and just sort of as we see her go, hey guys, heads up, we got a crazy lady running through, you know. <laughs> right. Well, and that's um, when we when we had our meetup two weeks ago at Disneyland, we discussed this. And uh, that was one of the things that we talked about was what she needs is somebody at the poly letting the people know what's going on so that security knows when this crazy girl runs up and doesn't have anything that it's not somebody trying to like rush the, you know, but again, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, whatever Debbie Downer, but like, do you think that if you had that person or a group of people yeah. there to explain to security what's going to happen, do you really think that security would be like, okay, cool, that's awesome? Right. Or they no, will they be like, fuck no, shut it down, shut it down right now. No, I think down. I think if you walked up as you, she's running by, you're like, oh no, 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 Lord, she's cool, Jesus. she's cool. Do you talk over everybody? No, yeah, what I was going to say is not as she's running by. What you have to do is before you have to show them that video of the subway, and when they're like, ha 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 ha. You turn around and go, yeah, and my friend's going to do the same thing right now. I she just, just got off the monorail, and they're going to be cool about I, it. They're not going to be like, I, we're going to ignore everybody else in line. 
I worry that they will look at that or or hear whatever you're saying, even if you don't have a video, and just be like, that's a bad idea, sir. It is my job as a security personnel to make sure that everyone's safe and whatever, and we have order and calmness, and that's not cool. And I, I, I worry. I'm sorry. I'm worried. I'm not worried about that. Well, and I guess it also depends on what time they're going to do it. If they're doing yeah. it during rush hour at the parks, that's going to be a little bit rough just because the line will probably be long. Well, sorry, sorry for talking over you, Skip. I'm, it's all right. Buddy. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> I got excited. I got excited. Yeah. yeah I, I get excited. Yeah. Jeez. Fuck you, drunky. Shut up. I didn't say that. I just said, man, you're going to talk over I know. Everybody. No, that was me. I was just, it's okay when you talk over Rhiannon. Yourself? Right. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, right? Oof. Really, um, <laughs> I just I actually I don't I don't like where she's going with this one. I think it's wrong. Christina has another a final one. Will theme park beer be able to resist drinking at Geyser Point with the Rum Runners after the D Run K to take on the Monorail Challenge? I think he has to drink to build up that you know that that like extra fortitude. <laughs> so I think that'd be a bad choice. You want to be drinking at Geyser Point to be ready. Oh, I'm nope. going to read about you idea? guys in the news. And yeah, you're going to watch it like... on YouTube and be like, I know those people and I didn't believe it would work. Yeah. I doubted that. I was a Debbie Downer. As we are hoisting celebratory drinks at the Grand Floridian, the next stop, <sighs> it'll be great. Um, Mr. Monkey wants to know if I know how to correctly wear a hat. I think no, that means because no. I have it backwards a lot, I guess, is probably why. Uh, I do wear it backwards quite a bit. So, yes and no. Because you're 12? I'm not 12. I'm 29. Totally, I'm 29. But not, that's not true. When? <laughs> when were you 29? <laughs> uh, Many moons ago. If you want to throw in a little bit, he'll, he, he gives a little... Uh, peek into whether he thinks about the Epcot idea, bringing his kids to Epcot. Three o'clock radio. My bet is next alcohol move at the Magic Kingdom is selling beer at quick service stops after 7 p.m. Do you think the over-under is two? He thinks the the over-under is two years. Over or under on the two years for quick service beer? Over. Um, I think it has more to do with the success of everything they're working to achieve right now that they think is going to bring them money along with how they are not only in their timelines, but their budgets for the changes at Hollywood studios. Meaning if they start looking around going shit, we need to bring up our numbers to show to the board. I think an easy go-to for showing a, bigger profit is going to be to have some alcoholic service. But, you know, if everything just is showing up roses, then maybe they don't need it. Yeah. I'm going to go with over also. Um, I'm going to go with over. Um, Skipper to Gritchie, I'm going to jump back over to our list to <laughs> a new segment that Skipper to Gritchie has called <laughs> Only in Florida. Or only in Walt Disney World. We haven't decided yet, but one of those two. Hmm. Skipper Gritchie, what news happened recently at Walt Disney World? Let's hear it. 
Uh, apparently, a lady choked a teenager for not sitting down during the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I saw that. Totally. Now, justified or not justified? First off. Well, just so based on without without knowing the story. Like the first time you see the United guy being dragged, justified or not justified for choking? Uh, I mean, even knowing what happened there in that story, I'm going to say not justified. For choking someone at the fireworks? Yeah, choking somebody at the Magic Kingdom is never okay, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> um, okay. I would also like to say, just because you know, I want to watch over us legally, the woman's lawyer claims that she did not choke anybody, but that there was an altercation between... Her kids so the alleged choking. Yes, yes, it was an alleged choking. But, uh, yeah. Never okay mm. to choke somebody at the Magic Kingdom. Good. Okay. That's good Let's to know. Full at SeaWorld and, you know, Gatorland. But Magic Kingdom, no. And Universal, it's frowned upon. <laughs> but it's not they necessarily. They suggest you don't. They're like, eh. They're like, we're, we're like a, a semi high class uh, joint. Um. <laughs> so no on the choking. Um, was there any choking during uh, uh, when we went back to the woods? I don't think so. I think we were all good, right? Uh, there may have been I was tempted to choke, choke later you, on. but oh yeah. god! Maybe back at the cabin. <laughs> back at the cabin, we may have uh, choked a little chicken. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, mm. let's see. Um, Scott Wazo Mike would like to know if Disney's California Adventure got the Tokyo version of Tower of Terror in 2004, would it a have the same amount of love, or b have been replaced as fast by Guardians of the Galaxy? Meanwhile, meaning, is it the quality of Tower of Terror that led them to be okay with getting rid of it? Or just the fact that they had a Tower of Terror and wanted to upgrade it? Good question. Great question, Scott. I do feel it was the quality of the Tower of Terror. You know, missing that first part of the ride really uh, changed changed it. So I, I've never been, Skip. Is the exit, like, gift shop area as well done as well? Because I will say, like, the exit area and everything in Florida, I've never been to. I have seen pictures of, California, of uh, Tokyo, and it's... Super well done, also, but it's it's just well done. All, uh, all the other theming was it as done? The outside area done as well at California. I mean, you know, the exit didn't have like like when you think about the exit in Florida, you know, there's all the there's like the space and the and where the pictures are and you know where we've dreamt about them putting a bar. Um, over here, you don't have any of that. You basically just have a hallway that leads to the gift shop, and the gift shop itself was nice, um, right? But yeah, they, they definitely did Tower of Terror on the cheap at California Adventure. Right. So you're going to go with would have the same amount have the same amount of love as Tokyo. You're going to go with that. Yeah, for sure. Shannon, do you have a thought on that? No. All right. I'm going to go with – ooh, that's a tough, that's a tough one. I want to lean towards Skipper because a lot – they also really want to get Marvel in there, so it's a good question. Uh, if I had if I had to choose, I'm with Skip on that. Same amount of love, and they might have gone elsewhere for uh, Marvel. All right, let's hear. Now it's the next day. 
So, this is from Mermaid Kate Z. We've been wondering <laughs> about this. So, this... I'm just going to go through and read uh, several of them about this. So, this Dizflix theme. I mean... Hmm. I saw a boner. Now, let's see what else there is before we... Um, and then Dizflix was $9.99 a month was added to nomadwingcalculator.com. Duct Tape and Beer wanted to know, what's a bigger waste of time? Talk about Dizflix... Or talk about the Frozen ride. Good question. <laughs> uh, ben Dramaday Bowers. Oh, Ben Bowers. Nice to hear from you again. Um, Disflix thoughts. WD owner wanted to know, what's the difference between Disflix and bloggers regarding posting Disney blog stories and making money from them in the advertising? Like, what's the difference between Disflix? And let's see. Anything else for that? Uh... Is Dizflix now officially the quickster of Diz Twitter by Jimopedia? And that's it for the Dizflix. Uh, okay, Dizflix. Those are all the Diz. Thoughts on Dizflix? Well, are we just no longer assuming that anybody who listens to us doesn't know what we're talking about, or should we give like a two-second overview as to what this is? Give the overview. Okay. Yay. You want me to give it? Who's giving it? Sure. Uh, Basically, a bunch of vloggers, people who like to take just videos of themselves in the parks, got together, maybe like 10 to 15 of them, it looked like, and said, rather than put this content on YouTube, what we should do is make a paid subscription service that people can pay $10 and then get access to all of this content and we'll continue to do park videos and planning videos and all kinds of stuff. And they were going to charge $10 a month for you to join. And they just basically announced that it was coming. And one day later, after massive, massive pushback from... And a lot of people bringing up legality issues and things like that. It was... Basically, in one day, they came back and announced, just kidding, we're not going to do it. This, nope, bad idea. Ha ha ha, our bad. We're stupid. Okay. Bad. Can I tell my version of this? Yeah. What, what else is there? So, let me rephrase. Not my version, but my observations. So this is not my feelings, but my observations were that the real issue was, first of all, they started with some announcement that was like, this is the number one feedback item that everyone has been looking for. <laughs> True. And and it was like, what's it going to be? What's going to be? What's going to be? And then they came out like, okay, so it's this Dislex thing, which is what you just said. That's accurate. But I think the real, you know, outrage of the week was just the level of hysteria and vitriol and just Oh my God, the number of tables flipped, I think, was heard around the world. And whether it was about how dare they charge for such craziness that we can get for free, or whether it was, oh my God, they're totally infringing upon a logo that is a clear ripoff of Netflix, or whether charging for material shot in the parks is a, you know, copyright infringement of Disney. And so there are like all these concerns, but instead of just being like, you know, I don't want to pay for that because I can get this for free. Or like, you know, they might get in trouble with Netflix. It was like, oh my God, what are they thinking? What are they doing? It was just like, 
it went insane. And then there became this whole like sub conversation about people accusing the naysayers of bullying these people who started this site. So there's this whole other conversation of like, Oh, internet bullying is so bad. And then to just sum it all up to go back to your point, like, yeah. So two days later or whatever, they're like, Oh, it's not going to happen. It wasn't even just, it's not going to happen. It was due to the, the mean spiritedness that is, Disney social media, we just, we, we can't do this anymore. And so I think it was just, I don't think it was a great idea, but I think it wasn't a great idea. Like, I don't think dessert parties are a great idea. I'm not going to, whatever, shit all over somebody's choice to spend their money to go to them. That's their problem. But just the level of insanity, I yeah. think, I think to me, that was what was newsworthy. Not Disflix in and of itself it was the reaction to me that was what was like i'm getting my popcorn out and watching this so that's my take on it it was it was something else you're right there was a a reaction that felt <laughs> very <laughs> overwhelming to this skip what did you have what, what, what was your reaction um first i thought before I even knew what it was, I thought maybe we were getting some sort of uh, what is the thing in, in Europe that I'm always bitching about Disney Live. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was just, Disney Live. Yeah, and I was like, sweet, they're just gonna call it Disflix. And then I looked it up what it was, and I was like, this is stupid. Um, and then I made a few jokes about you know if they were gonna have like a after hours or late night programming so that we could have you know part of it. It's a good joke. It's it's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's funny. which is pretty funny. And then um, Goosey brought up that, you know, if it was going to be a porn site, which I was like, <laughs> heck yes, let's do that. So I kind of feel part of it, you know, maybe they were just like, man, there's a lot of really, maybe that's where the creepiness comes <laughs> yeah. Maybe Disflix yeah. was all like, man, there's some really creepy Disney people out there. Right. We don't want to have anything to do with these guys. So... I'm going to take credit for it. I'm just saying. Hey, you if should. anybody killed Disflix, it was me. And you know what? Good. Well, there's a lot of speculation going around that despite the message that they posted, basically blaming Disney Twitter for being so mean spirited. Disney bitter? A lot of people are saying, yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people are speculating that no, I mean, they were contacted by either Netflix or Disney's lawyers with a cease and desist. And they just chose to blame Disney Twitter. And, of course, you know, I mean, who yep. will ever know the real reason? But I don't know. I I just – Well, I, yeah. I, I look at it as one of those things where did I think it was a good idea? No. Did I, like, flip a table over it? No. Was I going to buy it? No. Like, I'm going to move on with my life and be like, okay, if you're going to do that, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really understand the outrage level of it. Um, but I will say just to like be a human being for a second. I mean, what? I know, right? So weird. Um, robot, robot voice. Sorry. Shut up. Pandora. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice for a second. Shit. <laughs> like I, I am trying to see both sides of the story and I'm trying to empathize once again. And I can say that, you know, speaking as somebody who had an idea of a Disney thing that I have since monetized. Yeah. Not that I've made any money off of it, but anyway. <laughs> um, that there was that fear that people were going to like hate it and make fun of it and come out at me and like 
I was really afraid of that. And luckily, knock on wood, like that didn't happen. Um, but so I, I feel like I, I just, I, I guess I'm addressing all of the bullying claims. Like yeah. I feel for those people who thought they had a good idea and were excited to present it and it did not go over well at all. Yeah. Um, so I feel for them. That sucks. Um, but I think the whole, like the term bullying, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I, I personally don't follow people who are assholes. And so the people in my feed were not bullying. It was just like, that idea is stupid. Yeah. Which still, if that were me, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, so whatever. It's just life. And I don't think it was a good idea. And But whatever. It was outrage. It was crazy. Uh, I think it just developed this own monster of its own self. And uh, yeah. In some circles, I did see what happened is I think a couple of the people that were involved in the project said a couple things and just got attacked quickly. And, and they were I mean, I wouldn't say that what I saw was necessarily bullying either, though. But I think it wasn't just the anyway, I, it wasn't just the discussion of whether it was a terrible idea or not. It did get into who was doing it. And they're like, well, that person's an asshole. And well, they're nobody. And, yeah. and, nobody's, yeah, and nobody cares who that person is. And, yeah. and that person, I don't even know who that is. You know, and it, it just kind of got. But the one thing I do agree with you, Rhiannon, as far as when we, you know, released the the book, it was, you know, you were, there was that fear that people were gonna have that same reaction, and I think what, what it made me wonder what was the difference where anybody who doesn't care about our book just just didn't care and didn't talk about it. They didn't right. outright just see it and just immediately start talking about it. Like we don't care about this. It's the worst idea ever. Fuck them. If they had those thoughts, they kept them to themselves. Um, uh, what was it about this? So I made me wonder, what was it about this idea well, that pissed everybody off? And do you think it was that it was that everybody that loves Disney would love to make money talking about Disney? And so it was jealousy. What do you think it was? I think, and this is just pure speculation. Um, I could be totally wrong, but I think that it's because so much of at least what they were presenting and maybe had we subscribed and got to know it maybe be different but from what we heard it really sounded like it was going to be offering you something that you could get for free elsewhere and so i think there was some outrage of like well who are you to start charging for something that we get for free on all these other websites all these other podcasts we can follow this twitter account we can read this blog like you know we can follow this blog like we can do all this for free why should we pay money to you? And so I think there was a sense of like, well, they must be entitled assholes. You think like they're better than everybody. Or I mean, I don't know. I think that's where it came from. Um, I, for one, didn't really feel that way. I feel like, hey, I can get all that for free. So that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not going to freak yeah. out about it. I'm just going to keep going to the free website. This person yeah. that I think is talented and I trust this person. This person has good ideas and I'm going to keep going there, <laughs> you know? Whereas I think a book is a little bit different, like, you know, whatever, we put our efforts and we put our, you know, we paid people, whatever, we created a product that it's for sale now. It's not, yeah. it's not like we're trying to pay for whatever, well, a blog or something. And, and I think Probably the one question that kind of, that kind of was into that, that what's the difference, WW owner saying, what was the difference between Disflix and bloggers posting Disney stories and making money from the advertising? I think the difference and what turned people off was someone making money off advertising you're still not charging the customer and that's totally changing how the disney community really is there's only there really are very few people who charge for their content i think like uh 
um, Lou Mangiello does. And I, other than that, I don't know of anybody else who charges well, I think, for I their think podcast. Touring Plans, or touring plans is for one. some yep. of their content, but I think it's like, so Disflix was supposed to be like $10 a month for like, you couldn't otherwise look at their site. It was, if you want right. to look at anything, it was $10 a month, whereas Touring Plans, they have a bunch of free content that anyone can read for free. But if you want extra content, it's like $10 a year, you know? Right. There so. and it's the stuff. Yeah, and I and I think people then the rest of it is just here's some here's some evidence I'm coming up with personally of why it's a terrible idea, and then it gets into the stuff of like legalities and yeah, is it is it legal to to literally stand there and videotape a ride that Disney owns and then charge for it? And if they did get in trouble for that the idea, then that's probably what it is. So it brought up some more. I did see. It did does bring up sort of. I did see they kind of went after. Are the parks going to start going after some of these 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 vloggers and stuff and YouTube people? Like Universal kicked out a couple people this week. Do you think they're going to start cracking down on these people that are videoing, especially just a ride or a show? Like I'm going to yeah, broadcast well, light. I think it was Amanda who pointed out on Twitter just yesterday or so that um, there was some like charity initiative of some person was going to ride it's a small world like all day long and record it and it was for charity like whatever and disney shut them down and that was for charity you know right. and so i think yeah uh, and uh, but from what very little admittedly i know about copyright law you really have to go after every single person because if you just let one thing slide because oh it's for charity or well nobody ever actually watches their website they're not making any money um, it opens up loopholes for people who actually are, you know, a huge conglomerate or something. They can say like, well, you didn't go after that person. Therefore we should allow to use your content. And so it's, it's right. sort of the unfortunate ways of the law that you do have to just shut it all down. Yeah. Well, it's a little different too. Like, and especially since this is scheduled as opposed to like, if I know Dave theme park beer goes and does a lot of periscopes, like let's say he goes down and Hey, I'm happen to be standing in front of rivers of light. Bam. Here's rivers mm-hmm. of light. That's just like a scheduled website saying like we are going to broadcast this show at this time. How is that different from say I'm going to go show Moana at 10:30 p.m. Like if you can't do it at movie theaters, why why like a stage show? I don't know. It feels like I think Skip. It seems like a good thing Skip would do. He go to movies and and broadcast them, right? Skip, you do that? (laughs) Oh yeah, all the time. No. I don't know anybody that pirates less than Skipper Gucci. I know, right? I was like, what are you talking about? I know <laughs> people who pirate a lot, and it's not Skipper Gucci. I pay for everything. Skipper Gucci is not a pirate. I mean, Arr. he's a pirate in other ways. But not not with digital content. Yeah, right? No digital content. Um, good question by Designated Disney Dad. Thanks a lot, Dad. He was chatting with a local couple at Nomad Lounge this past weekend. Humble brag. Um, trying to who had literally no idea what Pandora was. <laughs> Is this the norm? Yes. Play them the song. They'll know now. Oh, gosh. Is that the... Yeah. <laughs> From now on, that will be the answer. Here, just listen to this. Just You'll listen get to a... this. You'll know You'll everything you want to know about it. Listen to this. It brings up just... both of the rides. I could, I could explain it to you, but instead... Here, put it here. Let me sanitize these earbuds. Mm-hmm. Stick these in. You wouldn't even do that. And let me transport you 
to a world of it's Pandora. Um, oh God. Um, I don't know, and that's it, it's interesting. That is kind of the marketing of this is going to be interesting because Disney is clearly going for Pandora versus Avatar. But then again, nobody knows what the hell Pandora is without right. Avatar. So how do you market? Just gonna, I think the billboards are going to be like new. Like they uh, they they've done billboards at Disney for just said new ride, and it's like a picture of it, it, just, new land animal yeah, walking. Yeah, <laughs> just come yeah. for our new land, and you'll exactly. like it. I, I think, I'm like, wait, this seems vaguely familiar to me. Did I see some yeah. movie in 2009? Oh, oh, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the opposite. Like they're gonna piggyback off of the new land when they release the sequels to the movie. They're gonna be like, you don't remember the original movie, but you love the new attractions at Disney World. Now come see this thing. That's Can also- I just well, say? Quick anecdote. So I was at Trivia last night, and one of the questions was, name the year. And so they, like, spout out a bunch of different things that happened. And one of them was Avatar was released. Oh, and wow. so I'm sitting with my team, and I'm like, I don't fuck, I don't like 2003? I don't know. And my partner was like, no, 2009, 2009. And I'm like, you're sure? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking sure. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, because that was the year I went to a coma. When I went to the coma, <laughs> I was really excited to see Avatar. And when I came out of the coma, everyone was like, it sucked. So. <laughs> that is a great. It's awesome. That is great. I mean, not for him. This, that sucks. Yeah. Went like, coma. You didn't miss sucks. anything, bro. Coma well, that's was a good funny. move. Wow. So Avatar not, actually oh. came out before Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Tooth Fairy is what you're telling me. Oh, wow. Apparently. That is bra- Woo. <laughs> Just to put it in perspective. Right? Yeah. Just to put it in perspective, um, but yeah, I think I think it's going to be. And I, I thought this. I would. I had a discussion the other day online about you know the, the big well, one of the big just overall topics of theme parks. Universal Disney is you know IP internet or uh, intellectual property for every land, every ride, everything. And while they are important, I feel like people come to Disney World to do Disney World things. You know, you want to go to Disney World because you want a vacation in Disney World. And hell yeah, I'll go to the new land. So if they just say we have a new land at Animal Kingdom, hell yeah, we'll go check that out, and I think that's what they're going to do. So yes, I think it's the norm, and I think they're going to take that into consideration. I think not only that, but I almost wonder if they did some kind of just, like, market survey of, like, all right, what if we told you Disney was coming out with a new land that they invented all on their own, or they were coming out with a land based on Avatar? Which would you be more excited for? I have a feeling that more people would be excited for like, you know what? I trust Disney. They're a really great company with great ideas. I trust their land more than Avatar. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder how many people are like, you mean that internet radio station? (laughs) We're going to walk around and listen to music at Animal Kingdom? That's fucking weird. That's dumb. That's dumb. You should have that at Epcot. That's fucking dumb. dumb. Which will be the opposite of when when they open Star Wars land. I can't oh even imagine the amount of like stormtroopers and X-wing fighters and Millennium Falcons oh that'll be God. everywhere. Say it again. Something moved Star in my hands when you said again. that. They're not even gonna like the Star Wars planet land will have a name. It'll be like you know Bablui or something. But they are never gonna mention that. Sure. 
the opposite of Pandora. They will never mention the name of it. They will just say, it's Star Wars, dude. Go check it out. So I feel like I had a op- conversation with Amanda about this because I pretty much said the same thing. I'm like, Pandora is just going to be this land and Star Wars is like, they can't fuck it up if they tried because they're still going to get super fans. We're going to show up anyway and spend money. Yeah. And she's like, like, she's like, no, no, I think that there's more pressure to like make Star Wars better. And I'm like, oh man, it's fucking cash cow either way. What's well, like Harry Potter? You know, they're like, come visit Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. And every, every guest is like, where's the Harry Potter land? It's Harry Potter. And well, by every, I mean me. What, what I found talking to people that don't know that it's a land is that people think it's an, it's like a whole theme park. So yeah. a lot of the people I, that I I've think, talked to. Sorry, I will say for one that living, sorry, in my kitchen right now, it's very echoey. Um, living in Massachusetts when Harry Potter came out and not being part of Twitter or reading blogs or like that, I thought it was a whole new park. I was yeah. surprised when I got down. I was like, oh, it's just a land. Well, the actual news keeps saying, new park, Pandora, new park, Harry Potter. They all they say it. They absolutely say it. Yeah, I can I can Fake definitely news. tell you that any <laughs> any um, negative response that I've heard about Harry Potter, the the, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, um, was that they got there and thought it was its own theme park. They were like, "Oh, we're going to the, th- the Harry Potter theme park." Oh, and I'm like, mm, "Let me know how that goes when you get back." Not alone. Right, bad news. You have to walk through Universal first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bad news. Oh, and you need you need to park tickets to go to that <laughs> yeah oh, so man, great question did add a part of harry potter to volcano bay so that you need to, should you have to get the three park <laughs> oh god don't three even five. say that out loud they're gonna hear you and do it that's fine by me i don't give a shit they can do whatever they want over there <laughs> um speaking of designated disney dad he is doing another tournament with huge prizes. Oh, huge shit. prizes. I filled it out. I just haven't sent it. Yeah, yeah huge prizes. Um, the bracket challenge. Last time it was the rides. Like, you have to predict, kind of like the NCAA tournament, which, before it was which ride did you think everyone was going to pick as the championship ride? Well, now um, it's what Disney slash Pixar movie will everyone will win the tournament. And you have to start with all the movies and you actually predict every single challenge and who's going to win and whoever picks the most closest to the championship will win one of four prize packs and they're awesome yeah they're awesome yeah one of them of course drinking at disney with uh two Mm -hmm. turvis tumblers with lapu life like the lapu life song that he sang and a disney drinking a disney book hardcover Mm -hmm. A boathouse one, two boathouse turvises, and a uh, gift card, and then a a uh, show your shine prize pack with a hundred dollar homecoming gift card and uh, souvenir mugs and coasters, oh. and a haunted mansion prize pack Ooh, with a, it, I want them all. Can I? A custom sign that says, "Yeah, custom sign that says Seven's quarters no entry." And unlike last time, where like first place definitely got this prize, second place definitely got this prize. Instead, first prize gets to first place gets to pick what prize they want. Second place gets second pick, third and fourth. So, 
Go I'm to enter four times and win all yeah. first four prizes. Yeah. So go to Designated Disney Dad's Twitter, um, and check it out because it's gonna be fun. And you have at least I want to say April first. You have some time, so get in there and do it. Um, and that's gonna be fun. Uh, May first, not April first. Would have been a little late. May first um, mm. is when it starts. You have to get May first. So there you go. Thank you, Disney Disney Dad, for all the fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, totally fun. Uh, let's see. Getting down to the end of it here. S L or Boner. Disney Cruise Line Dreamin' M Head 2011. Welcome to the show, DCL Dreamin'. In light of recent events, I don't know what you could be referring to. Hmm. What Disney resort bar or ride would you have to would they have to have security physically remove you from? Hmm. Tambo. Tambo. Skipper Richie? That's a pretty good one. Um If she's going to take Tambo, then I'm going to go with Nomad Lounge. Rides? Like because it, it said resort bar and ride, so any uh oh. rides. Okay. Uh, uh. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I used to do that. When I used to be like a vacationer and I knew that it was going to be years until I came back, I would ride the People Mover at the end of the night as many times as I could before they kicked me off. So I would say the People Mover. But did they forcibly remove you? No, I was... uh, I'm very polite. I'm a very polite person. (laughs) Um, and uh, Babar, God, Tambu Lounge is so good. It's the one that I want to hang out, and it's it's the one that you always stay late at because it's like you did a monorail crawl, yeah. and like you, you typically I haven't had... been forcibly removed from there. Yeah. The thing about Tambu Lounge is, by the time it closes, that lobby has cleared out, and it is like really creepy. It's kind of creepy up there. <laughs> yeah. Kind of creepy. Um. Uh, dirt cheap, dirt cheap Disney. Brian, the uh, host of the Rum Runners, would like to know: um, do, Should we do Skipper three o'clock parade versions of ride narrations that they can download and listen to on rides? And you're right, you did one on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, but I think you brought up the good point. It wasn't like us doing like we didn't change the script or the spiel. I just did a really bad Gilbert Godfrey impression. Right. Oh God. Oh, it was hilarious and terrible. I want to hear, like, get, get Rian and just liquored up and put her on the Frozen ride okay. and have her just commentary on the Frozen ride. Well, there's that bitch again. Uh, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so I love this idea. Yeah. And that's, of course, if you could get on the Frozen ride. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult to get on the Frozen ride. Very difficult. I'll tell you what's even more uh, difficult. When Rhiannon's involved, getting off. Oh, the frozen ride. Wait, that is. Wait, what? Just, poor, just say poor Mark. Poor, poor Mark. Mark. Poor Mark. God damn it! <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how jealous are you of Mark, who is in uh, New Orleans, Rhiannon? Oh man. Ten. ten. Okay, just checking. Just checking. He keeps sending me pictures of his food. It's just really annoying. God. Yeah, he's he's hitting like local joints. I can just tell because I've mm-hmm. never heard. Hitting the, like, they, so clearly they're like Rhiannon recommendations. <laughs> so he's just like rubbing it in. He is. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, I, I would definitely want to do the uh, Mark tour when I go. Like I want to go to all the places he's going. It, they look great. 
Um, let's see. Imagination. She's getting her activated. She's activating her annual pass for the first time since moving to North Carolina this Saturday. What should her first celebratory drink at Epcot be? Mm, I'm going to go with a margarita. Ah. Oh. Ay, 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 ay. First I changed my answer. What? To what? Tips and Ducks. Oh, Tips and Ducks Love. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think you should do it. Margarita. Imagine. Unless you really want, like, the absolute first thing you can come to, which would be um, – that the Racer 5 booth is never open there on the left by test track. So you got to go with a no. – uh, it's never open. Never. never. Uh, so you can – the first beer in Epcot, though, is Rhiannon's least favorite beer now because it's Trumpy. Mm. It's Trumpy. It's the first beer in Epcot, though. It is. Let's see. Uh, Skipper to Gritch, I'm going to start with you. Dizwire, the – just friend of the show, Dizwire. Suppose you're required to pick a live-action Disney films to remake and build a themed ride. What you going to do? Which, what, and where? Live-action Disney films. I would need to see a list. Yeah, it would have to be one of the... You know what? It would. I would... I would... Man, but we have to remake it. I hear it. Pirates of the Caribbean was a really good movie. That was so a good movie. We could like do a ride based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like have like an animatronic of Johnny Depp like popping out randomly. That would be cool. I think the problem is that a lot of the live action Disney movies that I that like, oh, man, I don't even. I'm tongue tied right now. Uh, I really love Davy Crockett, but I wouldn't remake it because those were so good. But I also feel that remaking Davy Crockett would be good just to like introduce it to a new generation. Zorro, that's the one. I would re- I would remake Zero. Zorro. Oh yeah. Let's see. Uh, what about like uh, you know who framed Roger Rabbit? Would that uh, count as live action? I believe it would, even though there is an animated character. That would be fun. What about like Dick? Does Dick Tracy count? That always sounded sure. like. Um. They're Mary actually, Poppins is obviously a strong choice. Oh my gosh. Bedknobs really and broomsticks. Ooh. That's really good too. I'm going with. What about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Bang Bang. That was a Warner Brothers movie. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I love you. Okay. You know what I liked as a kid growing up? It was called Follow Me Boys with a young Kurt Russell. Yeah, you see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm going, most of the ones that I'm thinking of would be one of those, like, really old movies. But most of those were either, like, I really liked them. Like, there was no need to remake or to make, like, the remake of Flubber. That was dumb. Uh, Natty Gann. <laughs> oh, my God. Natty Gann. There we go. Oh! They didn't need to remake uh, The Love Bug. That was a dumb idea also. That already. Parent Trap, though. That was a good idea. Yeah. It actually wasn't bad. The only thing that's bad is like everyone's like, it's a great movie to take your kids to. Unless your kids are from a divorced family where every movie is about like if you want hard if you if you wish hard enough and you try hard enough, mommy and daddy will get back together in the end. <laughs> that is right. <rough. laughs> every 
Pixar movie every. It seems like every any any movie that they, they want to get a tearjerker going with kids. It's like let's make it about a divorced family. It'd be great. Uh, I'm I'm good. Uh. Imagination. <laughs> it's great. When is the Clay Ransone wants to know? Um, Clay Ransone wants to know when's the three o'clock parade going to do a Disney? Can I help you? Can I help you? Fundraising. What? Is this, this is perfect timing? Because <laughs> the question is, when will the three o'clock parade do a Disney blogger version of We Are the World to assist those harmed by the Netflix or the Disflix tragedy? <laughs> Maybe I guess fundraising for the for the for the song is already happened. Okay, I've got it. Oh no, I can't read because it's already arrived. Damn it! I was gonna say the Haunted Mansion movie. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. we already have that. Pretty terrible. Yeah, that's good. yeah. Um, uh, what's Quick? I don't remember what Quickster was though. It sounds so familiar. What was Quickster? To me? That's what you're... Was that like ah? Uh, was that like a Napster thing? But like later. Quickster. Someone Google it. Oh, it's DVD rental spinoff. It was the fake Netflix original when they used to actually do DVDs. It was just Uh, fake. Then no, I guess I don't know that one. That's funny. But Skipper, I don't know if you heard, but Clay Ransone wants to know, and it it was perfect timing, when we're going to do a Disney blogger version of We Are the World to assist those harmed in the Disflix tragedy. I just told somebody that was panhandling door to door to go away. So never <laughs> sing to them. I would love to do a of the world though. That would be pretty good. That let's, would be pretty. Let's do it. Um, question is Sarah Grafham. Good question, Rhiannon. I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Sarah Grafham wants to know um, now for true Monterey Park crawl. Do you technically now have to stop in at the Magic Kingdom? No. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. No, that would be the well. Maybe that's not technically the matter, but that would that would be the ultimate bar crawl. Yeah, but the not time you actually have a around. bar. I mean, the fact that you have to actually get into a yep. restaurant and sit yep. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, would you like to do Skipper to Richie? A uh, rabbit stage show. What? You broke up. Huh? There's rabbit like stage to do show. Rabbit it's like a sex toy and it has like little show. ears and they. A Roger Rabbit sta- stage show? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, but, but Jessica Rabbit. Oh. Really, Jessica Rabbit. Um. Well, that was always like when we. Well, when we talked about the uh, Ink and Paint Club being a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah. thought that it would be that same type of jazz bar. And, you know, Fuck yeah. she obviously would have to show up. They could, uh, it would be really cool. Can you cool. imagine casting for that, though? No, well, what I was going to say, you know how they, like, um, who was it? Who, who did they bring back? Did they bring back Tupac? And then they've had the, like, gorillas where they're, like, what? holograms. Oh. No. Michael Jackson. No. Yeah, the, they did a Michael or something Jackson. Like that. Yeah, they could do. What's, they could do. A what's the name of the chick um, from Mad Men? Oh my god. The redhead with you know yeah. the. Mm, uh, hey. I like to call her Mrs. Skipper Dickridge. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> I don't know if she can sing or not, but she's if she's dude. looking for work and she can sing, I think slap a long-haired wig on her and there you go. I mean, absolutely. 
She can she can do whatever she wants whenever she wants, all the time. For yep. Her. I'd Christina, for that. Christina Hendricks. Yes. Yes. Um, we are down to the last couple SR boners. Brian Lamas, 50th anniversary coming up, gang. If each park were to get a new e-ticket attraction, what do you like? What do you want to see each park get? E-ticket attraction. Someone's people are saying that there might be rumored that each park will get a new e-ticket attraction for the 50th, mm-hmm. kind of like they did for the hundred years. Well, or whatever wait, they wait, hold on. Are they kind of cheating because are they considering whatever is an avatar as an e-ticket and whatever is going to be saying, in no. Star Wars land as an e-ticket? And there are all these rumors of like, all right, the next big project is like, let's fix Epcot. So there's an e-ticket. And so really it just kind of leaves Magic Kingdom open is like, all right, what are we going to do there? Uh, mm-hmm. I, would think, I would think it would be separate from Star Wars land and avatar. So anything past that. Hmm. I, I really do want. I do think that Tron thing should come to Epcot. I would love. To, I think that should happen there on Future World uh, over there, cool. where uh, the land, the energy is. That that needs to happen. Um, just even no matter what you call it, just put it there. It's perfect. People say it shouldn't fit at Epcot, and I agree. If you're talking about 1982 Epcot, but in 2017 Epcot, it needs to be there. I want some kind of like. Antarctica penguin ride land with a ride at Animal Kingdom. No? Just me? Okay. <laughs> Did we lose him? Fingers Who, crossed. Drunky? We may have. He seems awfully Let's quiet. He's still on the call. I just don't hear him. Maybe his mic got unplugged. I'm here. Yay! There he is. Oh, there he is. Yay. <laughs> a lot of people talked about that that uh, Tron ride going where the sp- everybody wants to kill the speedway. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. saw that. Everybody wants to kill- if I was if the speedway had feelings, it would be so sad. Whatever. If the speedway had feelings, it probably would have killed itself long ago. <laughs> but um Epcot for sure for that. Um what kind of ride does Magic Kingdom need? Right now, it seems it's got plenty of like coasters, unless they redid. Redoing um, Space Mountain would be what I want at um, Magic Kingdom. Just make Space Mountain like a legit coaster. Mm, I, I wouldn't even go that far. Um, if I were to try and predict, I like uh, conversations we've had before about trying to move Carousel of Progress over to Epcot. And so that would open up a piece of land. But then you also have the speedway, which really should just die in a fire. Uh, so I think you get like a couple of plots there that you could do something with. But I don't know. Uh, um, and of course, and I, I, a lot of people said it, like at Hollywood Studios, Indiana Jones will no longer fit as a stunt show, in my opinion, just because the way the park is going, it's not a studio park yeah. anymore. Just, it's the easiest way to do it. Literally, bring us Indiana Jones ride. Just I don't for, think. Do you want the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, or do you want the one, uh, the mine train ride from, where is it, Paris? Don't they have an Indiana Jones ride in Paris? I don't know. I don't know. I want the one you have in California. It's pretty great. 
Yeah. It, but it like is not strange. cheap it down and put with screens. Not like cheapened up with screens. Like the one from California. And you don't think there would be Twitter outrage over the fact like, oh, now you have like two dinosaurs. Don't care. Yes, there will. Of course there will be. Yes. <laughs> it will be annoying. It will be annoying. So, uh, but I will, it would be great. And I mean, of, or just, you know, if they want to change it to a different story, go ahead. But just not screen it up. You know, hell, just move the move. Make it the the one from the great movie ride. Just move those set pieces to to there, and then just use that. <laughs> use that. That looks pretty cool when they're doing the arc in the great movie ride. Just put that in. Let's see. Uh, Care with a K. You know the drill. Fast pass, refurb, demolish. Spaceship Earth, haunted mansion, or great movie ride. Ouch. <laughs> I think I like Carrie with a K anymore. That was not nice. Right? That's brutal. That was rough. 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 Man, if you got rid of the great... The problem is, if you got rid of Great Movie Ride at Hollywood Studios, it's like the one thing that's left from... I love Great Movie Ride. The old day. I know. And it was the whole, like, inspiration of the park that was supposed to be the ride that was going in Epcot. No, you're totally right. So, I'm ready. Go. Go. Bulldoze Great Movie Ride! Oh, God. Oh. I'm going to wait for it. Fast pass. Spaceship Earth. And I'm going to reverb Haunted Mansion to make it longer and better and with a bar and a restaurant and a hotel built into it. Yep. Yep. Which part, where would you like, if they were, let's say they were going to extend in the ride, at what point would you pick to have it split and add more? Like early in the ride, like more at the beginning, more like kind of in the middle, it shoots off and does an an extra scene, or near the end in the graveyard? Middle. Like more tour of the house. Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it, you have a hallway and then a room... I mean, what do you even call that room with Madame Leota? And then you oversee the ballroom, and then you're in the attic. Like, right. So between the stairs and the attic, be perfect. Just kind of, yeah. Or at the stairs, just kind of go around. Yeah, I like Like it. Bedrooms. Is there a billiard room? Is there a conservatory? Are we getting into clue? I don't know. Am I veering off track? Oh, I love it. Clue ride. Done. That's how. It, no. Um, I I don't know what to do. I even though I said the whole thing about how you would lose the one great ride that's left at Great Movie or at Hollywood Studios. I'm with you. Get rid of it. But I'd like to refurb Spaceship Earth and just update it again. Needs another fresh updating. Add something new to the bottom. Like you used to be able to see really cool things. Get rid of the screens and put it up on the side. More scenes, and uh, just fast past the Haunted Mansion because it's. The classic. It's the best. Yeah, I'm so torn. I think I might actually keep. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be unpopular and just say. Uh, I'm gonna fast pass on and mention. I'm gonna refurb, and make the uh, great movie ride even. You know, just great. Greater. And I'm sorry. We're just gonna have to say goodbye to Spaceship Earth. Yeah. You had a good run. You had a good run, Spaceship you know Earth. What? You can go fuck yourself. Hey, yeah. can I say? I probably will later on anyway. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Which 
Park Hopper Ryan. They're going to do more live-action remakes. The Flannel Jedi. Which one are you least looking forward to? The inevitable live-action remakes of animated movies. Which one would be the worst? What they did to Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. I watched watched the second one this morning. And? It's no bueno. I Uh, really went in with... Atlantis would... Atlantis? Is that what you're picking? Atlantis? You don't want them to make a live-action version of Atlantis? Well, no. A stupid action movie, and it'd be dumb. No Michael J. Fox, probably. Yeah. Orange. Um. Yeah, I can't think. The Rescuers? I probably wouldn't want to see a Rescuers made. <laughs> Uh, I would like, want to see Treasure Planet. Oh my God, you win! That's Treasure, what I meant. <laughs> Treasure Planet and uh, yeah, the one with the farm, whatever the hell. I always Home on the Range. Both of those movies. I don't want them to make live versions of those ever. That was a era of Disney animated movies. I actually I liked Atlantis. So when you said that, I was a little bit sad, but I don't think it needs. Live I don't even. I don't even. I don't think it needs to be remade. But definitely right. Treasure Planet. I was like, why? You could have just made tre- mm. Treasure Island. That would have been great. But I'm sure at some point somebody was all like, well, you know what's really cool? Robots. How are we going to get robots in here? And then some other asshole was just like, why don't we send them to space? Mm, and Michael Eisner was just like, ah, fuck it. I hate this place anyway. Let's do it. Ship it. Ship it. Let's do it live. Last couple. Yeah. What's better? An you inst- said that like 30 minutes ago. What's better, an influencer or a lifestyler? Neither. Uh, lifestyler, I guess. If I have to pick That's one. better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, last two. We have give long answers. What do you want me to say? In May, I want to eat and drink around Disney Springs. Best drink and appetizer at a few locations. Hasn't been since March of 2016. Rhiannon, what do you think? And Skipper just spent some time at Disney Springs. Appetizers and drinks. Favorites? Any favorites for Sarah Hefner? Welcome, Sarah Hefner. The fire. Um, oh. I. Go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Please, please. Sir. I was just gonna say the firecracker shrimp at the boathouse. Really mm-hmm. good. Uh, All right. That's a drink. Whatever uh, floats your boat. I'm in. Something at Jack Lindsay's probably. Um, for appetizers, I'm a big fan of the calamari at Boathouse. I don't know what oh. kind of sauce they got up on in there, but it is good. Um, and at Paddlefish, their crab fries are pretty amazing. Drinks, um, I feel like I should give a shout out to Mark because he is, like, alarmingly obsessed with Wretched's Revenge. I, nice. I don't think we're allowed to go to Disney anymore without going to get a Reggie's Revenge. And I'm saying Disney. I just, not just Disney Springs, like all of Disney. Nice. We have to stop in and get it. So. Nice. This is Bucket Disney, and she's going to throw in on this one. Her favorite thing is there, and it's the Scotch Egg. At, oh, uh, my God. The Scotch Egg is so good. Yep, so good there, too. At, uh, so I'm going to go out with that. A scotch egg at Raglan Road. And since you're there, I just like a nice 
ice cold Guinness with my Scottish egg. I know they have tons of options, but I go old school Guinness. Last one from Bay Lake Spence, guys. This is it. The final SR boner. Bay Lake Spence, what if Visit Pandora had bubble wands with edible Nomad Wing flavored bubbles? Are they the uh, butter chicken wings or the current version? Oh, sadly, it'd be the current version, not butter chicken wings. I'm out. I thought they were good, though. Oh. I did enjoy the wings, but I'm sad that I never tried the butter chicken wings. Yeah. I, I, I never did either. I don't think anyone did that, that, in, in, that I know personally. I think, um, I think Christina might have. I'll have to ask Really? Her. The yeah. original? Or Christy. Christy. Oh, no, at the Christina. Oh, Christy. I think Christy might have. I actually asked when we went to, uh, what's the name of the restaurant next door? Tiffin's? I actually, they were like, is there anything that you would want? And I'm all like, can I order something that's not on the menu? And the guy was like, well, we'll try. And I said, you know, the original wings. And he was just like, no, we don't, we don't have it. It broke my heart. Oh. Hmm. It's a heartbreaking week here because of uh, Disflix. Is that any final thoughts <laughs> before we go off into the wild blue? Skipper, thank you for the song. First off, Heck yes. Rihanna, any final thoughts? I'm glad that Rich is back, even though it sometimes made things awkward. At least That's it takes job. a it changes subject from. Me wanting to strangle you. Okay. It's fair. It's fair. Skipper Richie, final thoughts? Uh, I do have a final thought. I want, if you're listening and you can play this out loud on speakers, that's what, that's my, my suggestion right now is to unplug the headphones and play this on a speaker. I promise it'll be work appropriate and safe. I'm not going to say no. anything bad. But what I want you to do now is raise up the volume. Alexa, play 3 o'clock radio. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work or not, but if it does, let me know. That's awesome. I do not know how to answer your question. <laughs> Here, I'll try this one. Oh, that's good. One more try. We'll try it with Siri. Play the po- oh, no, crank it no. up again. You have to see. Yeah, crank it up again. Crank it up again. Hey Siri, play the podcast three o'clock radio. We'll see if that works. Let me know. Let me know what happens. <laughs> no, I do. Hey Google. What the hell's the Google one? Hey, hey Google. Is it, hey Google. Yeah. Oh, do they do it also? Okay, let's try this one. Yeah. You ready? Okay, everybody. Hey Google, play the podcast three o'clock radio. If any of those work, let us know. <laughs> That would be so great. Um, that is it for 3 o'clock parade this week. So glad to have Skipper back. The whole team is back together. We had Char. It just feels it just feels right. Mm. No? It feels I mean, dirty? It's what? It's better, but... Oh, did you uh... leave again? Cool. I always say he leaves. I know, right? I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> you want me to leave, and then when I when I leave, you're you're like, where is he? 
Oh, you know what? I'll say I'm I've got I'm I've got one of those things that I can like breathe a sigh of relief. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, last week's show, if anybody listens, there's like a good block of just silence where Drunky went away. I was supposed to edit that out. I forgot. So, <laughs> <laughs> when I was listening back, I was walking. Yeah. I'm like, uh, did my phone stop working? Why isn't this playing yeah. anymore? And I realized, like, oh crap! I was supposed to edit that. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it was uh, technical difficulties. It was during uh, Steve's uh, two book Steve's uh, sour boner, which is funny because I was like, he kept for like it was like four weeks coming uh, getting to that question. <laughs> so it was funny. It happened right then. Mm. Perfect. So. so there you go. We will see you next next week, everybody. Kungaloosh. to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you.